You are now listening to the Cup of Coffee podcast featuring Craig Maddox and Joel Hartman of Prospect Dugout. Welcome, everyone, to episode six of the Cup of Coffee podcast. I'm your host, Craig Maddox, along with my co-host, Joel Hartman. You can find him on Instagram and his antics on TikTok at Hardy02. Make sure Antics is a strong word. Well, just antics as in things you do, not in negative connotation. Just I know, I know. I, it's okay. The interesting life of Joel Hartman can be found at Hardy Zero Two. Um, so, welcome everybody. Welcome everybody who's tuning in live. Um, let's get right into it. Let's so, it. as you were kind of discussing earlier, uh, yesterday, after kind of a week of anticipation, the players' union sent over a proposal to Major League Baseball that outlined somewhat of a, I think, 114-game season. Yeah. Starting June 30th. 114-game season, starting June 30th, going into October 31st. um, Halloween baseball. With a – basically an opt-out for players who don't want to play. So if they have health reasons or health concerns, um, they have an opt-out. There's a lot of other stuff in there. So the initial thought is we're moving forward and there's a good possibility of a major league season. What do you think? I mean, I was just reading this. Right here, it said that the, the union's proposal says that any players who are deemed high risk or who live with someone high risk can opt out and receive both service time and pay. And then all others can opt out as well, but only would receive, would, but would only receive service time, not pay. So that's interesting. So you could go a whole year and opt out and still get accrued those, those games, those days to your career, even though you didn't play. Yeah, I think that's going to be a tough pass. From from the owners to say, hey, we're gonna basically l- lose leverage on a guy <laughs> who doesn't even put up, who doesn't, who doesn't make me any money, make you any money. <laughs> we're gonna lose arbitration years. I mean, at the end of the day, MLB is like trying that. to do what's best for MLB. No doubt about it. And the thing is, we've we've come out and been very pro player on this podcast, at least, and through. Um, through what we do here at Prospect Dugout. But I think over the course of the last week with the things that have happened within our country, I think that my attitude has changed towards I think we do need sports. And I think health health things aside, um, you know, I think if the health stuff goes away or subsides a bit, then the players definitely need to come back because people need something to rally around that's positive. And sports is kind of that outlet. You know, Mm -hmm. if you look back at, you know, September 11th, Mm -hmm. when baseball came back, it kind of united the country. And 
what are your thoughts? I think Major League Baseball, if they don't, for some reason, if the players and the owners can't come to an agreement, I think they're losing out on a massive opportunity to come back and, you know, be that binding piece that people, people respect. Mm-hmm. So, but switching lanes a little bit and getting off of major league baseball, some other news came out last week that started, you know, more Twitter uproar and, and things like that with, with a lot of minor league players getting their release last week Mm -hmm. and a lot of uproar. So initial, like, Right out the gate, you read all these minor league players are getting released. What What are you thinking? Um, I'm thinking that, like I said, it's it's a business, so they they have to they have to protect their bottom line. Because here's the bottom line for real: if they go out of business, those guys ain't gonna play anyway. The whole point it's not it's nothing against those players. It has nothing to do with the players. It has everything to do with the current situation, the current climate. I mean, you've got riots across the country, people gathering in large areas. Um, And then on the other hand, you've got ultra conservative people not wanting to have too many people in a restaurant or not want to have too many people in a stadium. So, you know, really it comes down to the businesses are trying to save their business. And so if you get rid of your players and you don't have to pay the players, you still have the opportunity, the option, the ability to come back and bounce back next year. But if you blow it right now, then it's really hard to come back from, especially when you're not getting any help from major league baseball. And you know, there's dragging their feet. Like I'm looking at this, this thing right here on the athletic, the players would also agree to provide a baseline number of commitments to broadcast enhancements, including in-game microphone usage and special programming away from the ballpark. In addition, the proposal allows for the possibility of an off season home run derby and all-star game. Like, why is this coming in a proposal? Like you're losing minor league players. You're cutting 42 MLB minor league teams next year. You don't even have a season this year. You're coming up with like, ooh, uh, a baseline number of commitments to broadcast enhancements, including in-game microphone usage. Like people have been calling for that for the past couple of years. Like, ooh, you're going to toss that in there as a special. Maybe that's, that's what's going to, you know, put the MLB overboard. Like they, I think that they're – worried about themselves and not worried about the game itself. Right. And it, in, you know, we try to look at it from two, two people who've, who've been in the game for a long time and have been on the side that most players go through as they get released. Mm -hmm. And I think the general public and everybody who's listening out there needs to understand that this time of year, June 1, a ton of major league, minor league players get released every June because yeah. the major league draft's coming up. Clear so these guys that are getting released, yeah, they're upset because they haven't had that opportunity to play mm-hmm. in April and May mm-hmm. and maybe, maybe change somebody's mind. But the reality is they were going to get released anyway. And uh, it's, it's tough for me to see 
people jump on the side of minor league players now mm-hmm. when this is nothing new in the mm-hmm. space. And nobody, you know, in 2009, when I got released from the Braves, mm-hmm. I didn't see anybody griping on Twitter because, you know, Craig Maddox and a slew of other folks got released right, right before the draft in 2009. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, you know, a lot of these players that are coming out and being very vocal mm-hmm. on social media platforms, mm-hmm. like go check their baseball reference. Mm-hmm. The fact is that these guys have been given every opportunity. They've been, you know, one guy who is very vocal he had like a 12 ERA in AAA. Like, dude, remember that? Remember, that's not going to cut it. Yeah, there was something like that last year where somebody was complaining about something, but he had like a six ERA. I don't know. I can't remember what it was. But yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, and I think, and we talk about some that sometimes with the Giants organization is because minor league baseball is so big and has gotten so big mm-hmm. that a lot of times these players stick around and become complacent Mm -hmm. and they think, you know, that they can hit Mm -hmm. 210 in Mm -hmm. double a, and they expect to have a job again the next year. Like that's ridiculous. Like, and maybe that's just the independent ball mentality that I've developed and you have, and we have, but I mean, if you should have faced two ten. Like, you you shouldn't have a job the next. Well, you got to face the facts. Like, and that's one of the things I don't like about travel ball is that players are being groomed to like they're they're not being groomed to be successful at the next level. Like what you're talking about right now, you can't hit two ten and think that you're being that you're not being given a fair shake. Like you're hitting two ten, bro. There's plenty of people that can hit two ten. I don't want people that can hit two ten. I don't want a third string player like that's you you got to play better and if you're playing well and you're not getting then i guess you got an argument but no but i would dare i, w- I would dare you to go look at all the releases mm-hmm. and and i kind of went back at some some people on twitter about like look at the releases mm-hmm. nobody i would say even in the top 50 prospects in any organization got released mm-hmm. It was all dudes that it was coming. And, you know, I saw another player, which just made me laugh, is he came out and said, you know, I spend $150 a week training because we were told to stay ready, stay ready, stay ready. And I'm thinking to myself, who spends $150 a week? That's where the disconnect is. Mm -hmm. You're training like, a big league guy and spending money like a big league guy mm-hmm. when you're a minor league guy. Mm-hmm. Like I spent $0. I spent $0. I spent 50. That's the thing is I spent 50% of my career making a thousand dollars or less a month. Yeah. yeah. So it's hard for me to sympathize with these guys because they want to live the life like a big leaguer mm-hmm. when they're an a ball player like learn how to do certain things so that when you get to the big leagues you can adapt with the times Mm -hmm. like don't 
don't cry now because these guys are getting minor league players are getting four hundred dollars a week, mm-hmm. right? Well, that kind of For, stopped. Right. Well, up until now, yep. some some guys are still Miami's getting still getting paid through August. So, some organizations are paying, which is fantastic. It's great. They don't owe these players anything. Owe nothing. But but, but the reality is that you know twelve hundred dollars. Most of these guys, that's what they would be making, right? So that's where the the funds land. So twelve hundred dollars a month. Well, these guys, which most, not all, sixteen hundred dollars a month. They live at home, right? Mm-hmm. So they're banking right now because if they were in their minor league season, mm-hmm. they would be paying for a place to live. Mm-hmm. They would be playing, paying clubhouse dues. Mm-hmm. They would be paying for food. Mm-hmm. They would be paying like to go all out, this stuff, hang out. Right. Yeah. So instead of complaining about $1,200, like figure out a way to save it. Don't go out and blow $150. Like, dude, go to a gym and like, work out on your own Mm -hmm. like if you're paying 150 dollars for a trainer and you're a even a double a guy like that's your problem Mm -hmm. and 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 that's why these guys are coming out and being vocal on twitter about oh i didn't get a fair shake i didn't get a fair shake because your mentality you think you're a big leaguer Mm -hmm. and you're not and you don't understand how this stuff works you know so i don't know what your thoughts on on minor league baseball there's a lot of good going on i mean mm-hmm. there's major league players coming out and saying hey we're going to take care of these guys but i just think it, it 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 is what it is like minor league baseball is not major league baseball minor league baseball is like you're a minor leaguer like you're a rookie you're not good like if you were good you'd be in the big leagues like that's that's just the bottom line of it so i think minor league baseball cannot be major league baseball minor league baseball has to have the sucky parts I mean, if it doesn't, if minor league baseball is good, then why would you not be satisfied with being in minor league baseball? Like you want to get to major league baseball. You're not trying to be satisfied in minor league baseball. So it should be crappy bus rides. It should be, you know, uh, crappy pay. It should be, you know, I mean, I, I can see like in AAA, like some of these bigger, bigger um, franchises actually having, you know, legitimate pay and, and a little bit more of a major league baseball feel. But like for the rest of the minor league baseball world, like, dude, like it should suck. Absolutely. Like, absolutely. And I think you hit it right on the head. Like there's too much complacency in minor league baseball. There's too much. I expect to have a job. Like I'm going to just do my thing. There's no sense of urgency. And I think Mm -hmm. the best thing that's going to happen to baseball in People are going to disagree with this, but cutting 42 minor league teams. and Oh, it's going to make it so much more competitive. Right. There's got to be a sense of urgency. And I talked to get players about this because we've talked to players that, oh, you know, like that's just not fair. What's not fair? What's not fair? Like now you now instead of you floating through the minor leagues, right, instead of you floating through the minor leagues and being complacent with – hitting 210 and expect to be at spring training in 2021 or 2022 after a crap season. Like there's a sense of urgency and why in minor league baseball do we, why would we want them to relax in the mind? Because you go to the big leagues and you can't take a day off. Like, 
there's no development. It's about what you're going to do. So why not instill that mentality in these players from the get-go? Yeah, I don't think it has anything to do with that, though. I think maybe they just got a little out of hand when it came to the growth and expansion of minor league baseball, and they're realizing that, hey, there's a lot of bills to pay. Not like you. I mean, I'm sure they're looking at percentages and numbers as well of guys that are getting called up to the big leagues, how many guys last. How many, like They have to look at that all. Just like a high school kid would look at and say, okay, 0.001% or whatever it is, make it to professional baseball or make it to the big leagues. Like less than a percent actually. So like, I feel like maybe they looked at those numbers and were like, okay, we've got all these teams we're spending money, but there's absolutely no shot a of these guys getting to the big leagues. Number two, they're not making us any money. And number three, it's more of a liability than it is a resource for us. So I think that's kind of where they're coming from is that they're realizing, you know, we could definitely make major league baseball better by you're not getting rid of players it has nothing to do with getting rid of players it has everything to do with raising the bar when it comes to the ability level so the players that are getting cut the players that are getting released it sucks but you just you're not good enough to reach the new level of sustainability of the new average the new baseline the new bottom line of this is what it takes to get to this level has now been increased so i would I would actually be excited that, you know, okay, yeah, I got released. That sucks, but let me work harder to be able to, to get back into it. If you don't get back to it, I guess that's, that, that sucks as well. But for the guys that are coming up, like they've got to work harder. So this is an opportunity. This is a culture change. This is a shift. This is, you know, the whole planet is acting differently now. So now, I mean, the, the, getting rid of the 42 teams was going to happen before we had this crisis but now it's almost as if you know that's playing right into it's it's almost like they planned that it's weird yeah no it is odd and and i don't want people listening out there to think that we're you know just hey sorry minor league guys go figure it out and start a new career no but it is plenty of opportunities it it is though go i'm sorry but go figure it out we're in the same boat bro i mean i'm not asking for sympathy from anybody of of getting released getting cut when i you know i can see that i'm better than a player but in the coach's eye i'm not so what am i going to do am i going to sit here and complain and say oh you know this and that no I, i wasn't good enough right but what what i'm saying is there are opportunities out there for guys that do get do get released we're not trying to say hey minor league guy sorry like Mm -hmm. times are changing there are opportunities and at prospect dugout that's what we're here for is providing opportunities and that's why we teamed up with the atlantic league to do Mm -hmm. our player mini camp to provide those opportunities for those overlooked players because there is going to be that guy Mm -hmm. that gets released and maybe he was complacent maybe he was yeah just going through the motions and that kind of lights a fire under him. And now he's got opportunities. You can go to the Atlantic league and hone those opportunities. You can go to the American association frontier league. There's numerous, numerous independent ball opportunities. But when you go to those things, like it is a grind. Oh yeah. Like it's even more of a grind than minor league baseball, but like don't let, if you still have that desire to play and you know, for me personally, like the last time I was in an affiliated baseball was 2009. Mm-hmm. I retired in 2019. So I spent 10 years in independent baseball because I never lost that desire to get back to affiliated baseball and then make it to the major mm-hmm. leagues. Mm-hmm. But so it can happen. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, a lot of times you go to independent baseball 
and it opens up all kinds of opportunities. Mm -hmm. You can go play winter ball in Australia, Mexico, Mm -hmm. Venezuela, the Mm -hmm. DR, you know, you get opportunities to go to Korea, Taiwan, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So there's plenty, plenty of opportunities. We don't want, I don't want you guys to think that we're anti minor league baseball players. No, we're definitely pro, but we're pro the quality of the game without a doubt. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I think that's a good a good place to stop it uh, with just we'll see where everything falls. We'll see yeah. what ma- major so it happens this week. They got to make a decision this week. If they want to start June 30th, it's got to be made this week because it's going to take them a week to get out there, get all their stuff together, get locked in. You're, you're looking at two weeks before they start spring training. They're going to want at least two to three weeks of spring training to get arms, get a couple of, you know, rotations with the pitchers. So they're going to have to start moving. Oh, for sure. So I would expect us to be on episode seven of the cup of coffee podcast talking, talking about, about the new what's plant. going on talking about the new deal baseball yep. so if you're a minor league baseball player out there who got released we we definitely have sympathy for you we've always been there uh definitely check us out at prospect dugout we do try to provide the most opportunities for released and free agent minor league mm-hmm. players um for the cup of coffee podcast this is episode six I'm your host, Craig Maddox, with my co-host, Joel Hartman, again, at Hardy02 on Instagram and TikTok. We'll see you guys next week. Adios. Thanks for tuning in to the Cup of Coffee podcast. Make sure you follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. See you on the next episode.